I mean, if you need to be told in a workplace training class that it's inappropriate to masturbate in front of another employee, then maybe you shouldn't have been hired in the first place. Agreed. Yeah. I'm just breathing, nothing else to do. Hello, everybody. We are back with another episode of Still Breathing. I'm your host, Neil Jacobs, here with my co-host, Alyssa Jackson. How's it going, Alyssa? It's going, um, we're having a solemn, solemn day, but, uh, other than that, you know, we're still breathing. We are still breathing. 289 days into the Trump presidency. <sighs> yes, we are breathing. Maybe slowly sometime. Maybe fast at other I have times. an oxygen tank on standby. Yeah? Just in case. Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, we weren't going to do an episode today, but last second, our schedules aligned, so we are here now. And just... Breaking a few hours ago, there was this shooting in Texas, yeah. Sutherland, Sutherland, Texas, in Sutherland ch- Springs, Sutherland Springs, in which a, is like forty miles outside of San Antonio. Yeah, there was a shooting at a church, right. where the reports now are that t- around twenty-five people have been killed. Yeah. I don't know how many more injured. Yeah, apparently the community, the population is like four hundred people. In the town. So I guess that's the so kind of place where everyone knows each everyone other. Everyone knows everybody, and yeah, they they were saying like they leave their keys in their car and their doors open, and there's like the only crime that they have there is like petty crime, and it's just like second, third generation families living in that town. Yeah, I feel like we opened up one or two other episodes with the same kind of somber. Yeah. Note. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Um, I feel like this happens. Way too often. Las Vegas. Did we do something on that? Or when was, yeah. Yeah. Something on that. It seems like we're opening episodes with these like mass shootings all the time. Yeah. And then it just gets reset, and three days later, everyone forgets about it. Right. Um, like you had just mentioned before we started, well, we were talking about the terrorist attack downtown New York. Right. That happened a couple of days ago. That was on Monday. That was on Monday. Or was it Monday or, was or it? Tuesday? I think it was on Tuesday. Yeah. The indictments were Monday. Indictments for Monday. Right. That happened on Tuesday. Um, yeah. And it all just kind of gets mushed together and pushed. Then the it's next like news cycle. as usual now. Right. Next news cycle. And it's really sad and pathetic. And, you know, any changes that can happen, like, to make things better don't yeah. happen. Yeah. Congress. Right. doesn't do anything. And let's just get it out of the way now. Uh, insert Republicans' name, and they'll say, this is not the time to be talking about gun legislation. Right, thoughts and prayers. Right, thoughts and prayers. and Yeah. Yeah. Although Massachusetts, I believe this just came out today, is the first state to ban bump stops. The bump stops? The bump on stops. The, on the guns, yeah. yeah. So, That's something. I mean, whatever. But still, it's something. Right, but unless you have all 50 states do something, it doesn't, it's not as effective because, right. you know, people just bring guns over from one state line to another state right. line. I'm just Kinda, trying to yeah. say something. No, it's something <laughs> positive. <laughs> In this, like, I'm grasping here. I'm grasping. No, I mean, there's a insanely high crime rate or murder rate 
by guns in Chicago, and the president reminds us about that all the time because Chicago is now code word for black on black crime. And he, the reason isn't because Illinois is lax on gun control; it's the surrounding states, right? Like Indiana, you know, Mike Pence's state that don't have strict laws, and people are able to easily um, bring guns over. Shit, right. it's a pro-life state. Yeah. Yeah. It depends whose life, though. Right. Um, yeah, it's just, like, shitty. I don't know. I mean, I think we said this last time when we were talking about Las, the Las Vegas shooting. If when Sandy Hook happened at the elementary school, you know, and what was that, like, four years ago already, where a bunch of over 20, like, six-year-olds got shot right. and no, one does, no one does anything, nothing's ever going to happen. Right. Unless there's, like, live footage on TV of, like, people getting, like, shot, which the news media won't show. Right, because it's, it's too real. Right, it's too real. Um, it's too disturbing. To right, it's too graphic. And it's not considered newsworthy by, you know, media standards. Right. But until people see what's going on, you know, it's just, it's like a movie. Right? You just hear about it. You know, me and Alyssa had what happened today in Texas on in the background, but then we muted it. We started watching something else on her computer because what are we going to learn at this point? It's just horrible and it's not, nothing's going to change as a result of this. Right, nothing. so if you want to be uplifted, go on YouTube <laughs> and watch what I was forced to watch today, which was America's Got Talent. Videos. Talk, like participants who <laughs> had been sobbing for the last hour. Yeah, there's yeah. some good ones. That was uplifting. That was wonderful. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a good cry in. Yeah, a happy cry. A happy cry. And you need you need some happy cries gotta, among this shit <laughs> in the world. Yeah. For sure. So, so our thoughts and prayers are with I mean it just sounds so ridiculous. It's, it sounds right. But I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Well, you know, it's shitty for the families. Um Yeah, and like the friends of the people. You know, people are dead. They're dead. It's the people who have to live on. Right. And all the injured, who knows what happened, right. you know, the sustained injuries from this right. stuff. And at this point, they haven't said anything about the, the killer. The shooter. The shooter. Right. Which was kind of, we were briefly talking about earlier on Tuesday, it was some uh, Uzbekistan guy, so he... Screamed it's not up. on the Muslim ban list. We're not on the Muslim ban list, but he screamed Allah Akbar. Right. And, you know, the right wing tried to politicize that. You know, make it into this like Muslim thing, and Donald Trump tweeted away how um, we need to make our immigration laws stronger, started blaming Chuck Schumer right. for the immigration oh, laws. I, see, I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, they, and they actually, Chuck Schumer, the thing Trump was railing against, Chuck Schumer tried to fix. Um, a few years ago and what they called the Gang of Eight, which I think was like four Republicans, four Democrats in the Senate. Yeah. And they all agreed to something, but House Republicans were the ones that shot it down. Right. Um, it was a, a, a visa lottery. Yeah. That was signed into law by... Uh, Bush. Like, by Bush. George uh, W. Bush. No. Uh, by George W. Bush, right? A Republican. Right. Signed it into law. Right. And then the Democrats and the Republicans get rid of that and Repu House Republicans wouldn't let the bill go through. So Donald Trump blamed... Charles Schumer. Right. <laughs> because that know, makes just sense. Just insert a Democrat's name. Because that makes any sense. Right. Um, well, no, he heard it on Fox and Friends. Right, right. It's this weird, like, feedback 
loop where Fox feeds him his news and makes the news at the same time. Right. Because that's where he gets his news. Yeah. No, and then he makes policy by Fox and Friends in the morning. Right. It's it's crazy. It's insane. They're they're really damaging our country. Like one media station because of a moron president, according to our Secretary of State, the dotard. Right. (laughs) You're bringing back all these... See, my mind is just forgetting all this. Yeah. What would I do without you? I don't know. But um, you wouldn't be doing the podcast right now, most likely. (laughs) Probably true. Uh, You'd be on Long Island and I'd be sitting on my couch studying. Yeah. But thanks for breaking up the day. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I was supposed to be on Long Island or work today, but now I'm here. Um, What was I saying? Uh, oh, Chuck Schumer. Policy. How he starts blaming Chuck Schumer. And, you know, they, the right wing wanted to make it into this, like, Islamic thing. And apparently people in his community and friends so far, what's gotten out, they said this guy wasn't even, like, religious. He just, like, used it at the, at the last. last second. Like, all of a sudden, like, they not a lot's really come out since Tuesday about this that, I, that I've seen. It's kind of got brushed under the rug um, by a lot of other crap right um including what happened the previous day on monday which robert Mueller came out with indictments is the first indictments in this case mm-hmm. so what you want to go into that at all yeah so paul manafort who was uh trump's campaign manager for a quote very short period of time according to donald according trump to donald trump you know like he doesn't even like know him anymore yeah, you know, it's like as these people get picked up by Mueller or they get called out for things, it's like all of a sudden the Trump administration doesn't know. Never heard of like, her. You know, like as soon as Ivanka gets indicted, never heard of her. Right. The mother took care of her. Right. Like nobody recalls anything or anybody that happened. Oh, he's gonna throw Donald Trump Jr. under the bus. Oh, so well, quick. he's already apparently throwing Kushner under the bus. Yeah, that was like two days ago. Ivanka's the only one that might be saved. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So, uh, yeah, sorry. so Paul Manafort, uh, was indicted along with his associate Gates, yeah. right? And, uh, I think his bail was like $10 million. It was a lot of money. It was $10 million. And they're on house arrest now? Is that the deal? They have electronic devices, um, on them, which is kind of crazy to think that, I mean, they must think they're a flight risk. Yeah. Um, and apparently he was, you know, he was made aware of that this possibly could be happening to him. So, yeah. Um, and then at the same time, um, of course, a, what, referring to him as a coffee boy. Well, let, wait, let's, oh, let's backtrack a little oh, bit. Okay, more So, <laughs> sorry. I'm... Last Friday is when it got leaked out that the first indictments were coming, right? Right. And then, so the Manafort, um, I don't know all the indictments off the top of my head. The indictments, indictments, there were 12 indictments. It was pretty detailed. One of which was conspiracy against the United States, right? So the campaign manager for Donald Trump was charged with conspiracy against the United States. Right. And we're not holding hearings, like like Congress is barely doing anything right, right. now. Right. Conspiracy against <laughs> the United States. That kind of sounds like one of the worst things <laughs> ever you can do as an American. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think so. Conspiracy against... And then there was a litany of other stuff, like failure to report um, being registered as a foreign agent. Yeah. Uh, right. the fa- there were certain... Yeah. 
Well, there were certain things. I'm not sure about the money laundering. So a lot of things were detailed. So this was something I read today, which was interesting. A lot of things were detailed in the indictment, but not. there was no like charges towards um, any tax evasion or tax fraud. There were certain things they didn't actually bring indictments for. And people were asking, why would they do that? Well, do you want to know what this article said? Because <laughs> it was very interesting. And I thought he wanted to leak, or not leak. Initially, what I heard was that the statute of limitations was running out and he had to bring indictments or else they wouldn't have been able to bring charges. So I thought they kind of pushed some of them forward and weren't ready for other ones. But I heard a really interesting analysis today. It's not that they don't couldn't bring other ones forward now, but they didn't want to because they're testing to see what Trump will do. So if Trump pardons Manafort, you have, let's say, let's say in total, there'll be 30 indictments on Manafort, right? There's 12 so far, or there were 12 in that whole, was it 12? Let's say there's going to be 30. So he did 12, enough to put him away in jail for like 30 years. Trump pardons him. New York State can now bring indictments against Paul Manafort, the New York State Attorney General. However, he could not bring indictments against Manafort if they were already brought... Right, because of double jeopardy laws. And New York has the most um, liberal, well, not the most, but a very broad term, broad definition of what double jeopardy is. So if Manafort, if, sorry, if Mueller brought charges for tax evasion against Manafort and then Trump pardoned him, the New York Attorney General wouldn't be able to. Because right. Trump would have pardoned him for that. And but he's got like 18 other right. options. Right. Well, <laughs> he didn't bring the other options. Right. That was the point. Right. I'm not going to put these on the table because if I put them on the table, New York statute says if the U.S. or some other state jurisdiction already brought these against you, under double jeopardy, we can't. Right. So that so, uh, is awesome. Mueller's leaving Schneiderman with options. He's leaving Schneiderman with some options. Nice. Or the, I think he's leaving the country with some <laughs> options. Because Trump is going to do something crazy. Yeah. He's always he's already proved he fired Comey. He fu- fired Sally Yates. Um, he's he, he fired Preet Bharara. Right. All the U.S. Attorney Generals, um, which was a normal thing, but he said he wasn't going to fire Preet Bharara. Um, he's fired other people off the top of my head. Um, people, you know, there was that running list of people who have been fired and resigned. Right. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Speaking of Sally Yates, which she's like Wonder Woman to me, right? Her name hasn't been brought up in a while. Sally 2020. Today, NBC News reported that Michael Flynn and his son, Mm -hmm. that Mueller has enough charges or enough evidence to bring charges against them now. Who was kind of instrumental a few months, or the beginning of this administration, about Flynn, Sally Yates. She went, she warned, she went to Trump, she went to Pence and said, yo, guys, this guy, Michael Flynn, he's bad news, he's, you know, working for Turkey and Russia and who the hell else knows, right? Even, not that, you know, he would heed a warning from Obama, but... Right, and Obama Obama warned him, and... What happened? Like Sally Yates got fired right, within the week, the next day. Right. I can't even remember the timeline. Right. 
but Flynn stayed on for another like 20 days or something ridiculous. So Sally Hayes was warning, this guy's a threat to the U.S. Okay, we're firing you, Sally. Right. And then they kept this other guy. Only did he get fired because it was then revealed that, um, yeah, he was bad news. He was bad news. He was a threat yeah. to the United States. Hey, who's not bad news in the Trump administration? Nothing. Nobody. No, nobody's, nobody. Nobody's bad news. <laughs> nobody's not bad news. I, uh... I saw someone today, they were like, I saw a friend of mine wrote, um, Manafort, Gates, Papadopoulos, Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn Jr., we have a bingo, you know? <laughs> but it's not five indictments yet. Once they come out with indictments, we'll have a bingo. We'll have a bingo. So, yeah, uh, so George Papadopoulos. Oh, that, sorry. That, also, that happened on Monday. That happened Monday, too, so. Okay, so George Papadopoulos. This is, someone, this is someone that I had no idea about. <laughs> Nobody. Did you? No, I'm I'm sure like a year and a half ago I heard his name when they were first announcing the foreign policy team but like myself and every single other person in establishment politics and anyone else that followed had no idea who this guy was partially because no one wanted to work for Trump at this point Mm -hmm. or not no one a lot of people with credibility did not didn't want to lose it which we've seen has happened with anyone that had any shred of credibility Mm -hmm. So at the time, Trump was being pressured to put, to, get, to put together a foreign policy advisory like team. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got this George Papadopoulos, um, Carter Page, mm-hmm. Sam Clovis, Clovis, I think, was another one. Uh, yeah, and as soon as the Manafort and Gates news came out, we were kind of expecting Manafort. Um, but this Papadopoulos thing came out of freaking nowhere, nowhere yeah. which Papadopoulos... His name is just so 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 funny, so George funny. Papadopoulos. Which actually, there was a guy named George Papadopoulos during Watergate. That, really? That led, yeah, that helped lead to like he might have been one of the first people that helped lead to Nixon's impeachment to, or wow. re- resignation. Wow. Yeah. Well, history yeah. Is t- tends to repeat itself. And wasn't there a Papadopoulos in the the vacation? Um, what's what's that movie? National Lampoon's Vacation wasn't like didn't they call it the, the casino? Do you, did you ever see the Las Vegas one? I don't, no, I never saw that. All right, this reference doesn't make any sense. Oh, Papa Giorgio, that was it. Never mind. Anyways, so now you have this George Papadopoulos who no one ever heard of. The FBI arrested him three months in ago. July. Was it July? Yeah. They arrested him in July. Thought it was June. Maybe it, knew. maybe it was in July. No one knew, and he has been cooperating and obviously wearing a wire, wire and having his phone staff. I and want the tapes. Anytime he talks to someone, everyone who's yeah. talked to him in the White House is probably shitting their shitting pants. Their pants. Yeah. Yes, that's the exact phrase I was going to use. Because in D.C., the law is only one person on a phone call needs to know that the phone call is being recorded. Did you know that? No, I didn't know Right. That. Some states, you need both people to know, which kind of defeats the purpose, right? Um, well, I guess... But in D.C., you only need one side of the call. Um, So as long as you get one person, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it allows a citizen to entrap. I don't know if entrapment is the right word, but allowed to give the okay to take a phone call. Yeah. And apparently, you know, Trump doesn't know who he is. Right. Even though... Except he said, you know, when he was asked about his foreign policy advisory team, he just read the litany of names and he's an oil and gas guy terrific guy he said excellent guy. guy yeah 
and uh, now he doesn't know him. So okay, let's it was let's. It's an insignificant meeting. He doesn't remember what happened at the meeting. And he was a volunteer advisor, li- and he only got coffee. Listen, if we take off our liberal progressive hats right now, I think it's pr- probably the case that Trump probably has no idea who he really is. Right. Let's be honest. Right. But he's such an idiot. That you go on TV and, oh, this is an excellent, terrific guy. Right, everyone's terrific. Everyone's, until, until, until now I don't know him. Right. Right, because he probably didn't know him, but he's an asshole and said he knew him. Right. And it doesn't really matter how well he knew him. This guy, in a meeting, according to the charges that were brought, told them that he had a connection yeah. with the Russian <laughs> government. And apparently in the meeting, which you can't really trust any of these people, but Jeff Sessions in the meeting apparently said, we're not going there, don't don't bring that up. Obviously, we can't believe anything Jeff Sessions says at this point. He doesn't recall. Because he always doesn't recall things and perjures himself when he's under oath. Right. Um, And you don't think Trump was like, oh, come see me afterwards, let me talk to you? Like, do we know who Trump is? Please. He on national TV told Russia to release all the emails. Oh, and that's another thing. I was kidding when I said Papadopoulos knew about the emails that Russia hacked. Right. Hillary's emails right. and the DNC's, or Podesta's emails and the DNC's emails on Hillary's. Right. And um, didn't he also say, like, he was going to take a trip over there? Yeah. And they were like, just make sure we keep it on the low-end people. Right. They, so they said, let's make it for low-level staffers. staffers. Right. Yeah. And apparently they wanted to try to, like, initially arrange a meeting directly between Trump, Trump and Putin. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> uh, people talk about how, like, oh, Watergate, it took, like, you know couple of years yeah but one we're in an information age where it's a lot quicker for evidence to right. be like gathered and the people in the nixon administration they were kind of intelligent yeah like they, they were, were they were a little slick nixon was a smart guy like he had a lot of flaws yeah, our president's an idiot he had paranoia issues a lot of similarities to trump but like they were pretty bright people yeah and what's gonna make this happen a lot faster which it is happening fast it's been I don't know. Six months? I, it, well, the investigation started prior to his inauguration. So it's been less than a year, and we're already seeing indictments. But, but Mueller. Well, Mueller since March or April, was yeah, it? Yeah. Um, we're already seeing indictments of the campaign manager for the president of the United States, conspiracy against the United States. We now have heard that Flynn, there's enough evidence against him. He was the national security advisor for Donald Trump. That for a very is, short period of time. It was 27 days. But he had the highest level of, like, intelligence clearance out of anyone in the world, basically. Him and Jared Kushner. <laughs> Jared Kushner and probably Ivanka, too. Right. Like, he, he was head of national intelligence. And I love everyone saying, like, it's already been six months, you know, wrap it up. Like Who's saying that, though? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, the investigation's almost finished. It's going to come to an end very but soon. But think about all the people who say these things. Right. They, they're they partisan, and they're hacks, and they don't matter. Right. It's just... It's stupid. It's entertaining at this point. Is it? It's not really, but it's, like, <laughs> laughable. Like, yeah, it's he's almost done with the investigation. And it's... It, yeah. It's... Yeah. And, like, what did Watergate take? Like, 18 months? It took a long time. Yeah. Everyone thinks, like, six months is such a long time. And Watergate was just about a burglary right. at the DNC. This is, like, a worldwide conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy against the United States, right? This is where, like, treason might have happened. This is where you had hacking of a U.S. election in terms of not changing votes that we know of, where it was a propaganda war. You had 
millions of dollars in like ads from the Russians, armies of like Russian bots and actual people, you know, infiltrating our social media. This is, I'm trying, I don't even know the right analogy here. Watergate was like opening up a savings account at a bank. This is like creating Chase Bank or a whole banking system yeah. from scratch. Like, yeah. I don't even know what difference is. <laughs> like, this is so much bigger, but it's our, It's going to happen fast because of the incompetence. And no, that's why it's happening fast, because now you have smart people and Robert Mueller and like, what is it, 16 or 17 of the top prosecutors, prosecutors right. and lawyers in the country right. versus a bunch of dotards. Like, they have a prosecutor on the team who, like, specializes in flipping people. Yeah, they have prosecutors for, for everything. For everything, for you know, spies, for terrorism, for money laundering, for tax evasion. They have a specialist. And these are people who are making a shit ton of money in their private jobs right. and are like, I'm going I'm gonna in. I'm going to be a civil servant. I'm going to be a... But let's be honest. This will make people's careers. Oh, yeah. That's why, I mean... I'm sure there's a lot of like patriotism. If I was capable of it, I would do it for freaking free in a second. Yeah. Like. Well, the, well, now what we have happening is these right-wing batshit people on the far right in the House are trying to get shut rid of Mueller or shut it down by defunding it. First of all, I'll go work for free. Right. And I'm sure a lot of these prosecutors don't care if it's defunded. Yeah. I'm sure that a lot of them will say, oh, we'll work. We'll, we'll keep working. Yeah. You will get outside money that will pay for yeah. this investigation. It'll be like the next ACLU. Yeah. Everyone sends yeah. money. To yeah. This. I will send money to Robert Mueller's yeah. mailbox. <laughs> Count me in for the first dollar. Too. Right? So I don't... I'll give they're, 10. They're going to be unsuccessful unless they somehow like make it illegal for him to keep investigating, take away his powers. Um, this is going to create a whole, like, slew of issues where... Mueller well, also brought on a prosecutor and lawyers that specialize in pardons to see how... What do I... This is how thorough this Robert Mueller guy is, who is a Republican, by the way. Yeah. Robert Mueller, Republican, lifelong Republican. Friend of James Comey. So get apparently, rid of him. Apparently, they're, him. apparently they're not. Apparently, as, if you've had a conversation with a Democrat, you, right. you're out. You're useless. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump was a Democrat, right? So why? Well, so Donald I, Trump is whatever he feels like being in that moment. At the moment, yeah. 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 He's nothing. He's nothing. He's nothing. Except he's president. Oh yeah. Luckily for us, he's out of the country. <sighs> right. It's not. I think he's in Japan right Still now. Still tweeting. He's still tweeting. He's still tweeting. He gave his thoughts and prayers. Right. He said he was monitoring the situation from in Texas. From Japan. He's monitoring the Texas situation. Not to make light of anything that's going on, but no one fucking cares if Donald Trump is monitoring right. the situation in Texas. Right. We have actual people. The FBI in Texas. The police in Texas. I trust them. I don't give yeah. a shit about what Donald Trump has to, um, say. It has to say about, about this anymore. About if, anything really yeah, anymore. If he's monitoring this, he's lost all credibility. Um, he's basically a puppet president at this point for the Republicans, for their tax plan. There's really no use for him mm -hmm. except causing more chaos and destruction. Right. And it's just how much longer are these so-called responsible adults, which they aren't in the Republican Party, going to put up with this shit? So you've had a few kind of like corker flake. Right. I mean, the best they can do is come out and say his behavior is detestable. No, the, the, and then they vote for the the thing the next well day. the best thing they should could do is get rid of him and they won't and they won't because every day he commits an impeachable offense right. he's an embarrassment like okay so what are impeachable offenses high crimes and misdemeanors 
uh, treason. Uh, there's like a few things that are listed. I haven't memorized them because at this point it's it doesn't even matter because they're not doing anything. And also, you know, the president sw- swears to uphold the Constitution of the United States and violates it every day right. when he accepts foreign money to all his corporations under the Emoluments Clause. Right. So he, he did manage to stop swing by the Trump um, hotel in Hawaii, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, a funny thing. The protesters greeted Trump in Hawaii yes. with signs that said, um, welcome to Kenya. And stuff like that, you know, mocking him. Or they made postcards that said, wish you weren't here. Oh, really? Well, did you see the Welcome to Kenya ones? No. Well, because, you know, he always said Obama was from Kenya when he was really born in Hawaii. So that people were out there with signs that said, Welcome to Kenya. And, well, <laughs> yeah. There's no way Trump understood no. the joke there. No. And he wouldn't laugh if, because he doesn't yes. know how to laugh anyways. You'll notice this if you've never noticed this. Donald Trump does never laugh. He never laughs. Ever. Have you ever noticed this? No. Can't laugh. He has no sense of humor. Right, because he lacks, like, the intellectual ability, and he lacks self-awareness to find anything funny. Right. He just can't laugh. He'll, like, grin, grimace, smile. Mischievously. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll never see him laugh. In an evil sort of way. Yeah, he, he like, has to fake this, like, weird smile. Yeah, and Um, and he's incapable of empathy, so he has to fake that, too. Yeah. He just screws that up terribly when he tries. Right, we had the stuff yeah, with yeah. the the soldier. I don't. Were we on, were we on air since then? No. So there was that too. So that was that too. I don't even want to like relitigate, re-litigate that. that, even though we didn't litigate it in the first place. Just with Frederica Wilson, how she was with the soldier, and Trump apparently said something like he knew what he signed up for and just didn't right, use the right words. Anyway. And happens anyways. And apparently re- that's what John Kelly told him to say. Yeah, and then yeah. John Kelly like said false things and called her an empty right. barrel. Right, it was a sacred moment, and that congresswoman shouldn't have been on the call. Right. Even though she's like a family friend and a mentor. And it's like, okay, if it was so sacred, why was John Kelly and 10 other people, like, on the other end of the call? Yeah. So, um, and John Kelly, we thought, was the adult in the room, but turns out he's just a... Uh, he's just like Trump. He's just like a Trump, you know. He's like Trump. He's, he's like a racist, racist bigoted Republican. He's a well. I don't want to say all Republicans are racist and bigoted. There have been some good Republicans. That's true, but he is. <laughs> he is a Republican, Republican though. <laughs> is he? He's got to be. I just assume. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe that's wrong with me. He's he is a bigot. He is a racist. He's a, he's a Trump guy. He is a misogynist. He was all about the Muslim ban. And I kept trying to believe, especially a lot of these right wingers who or anti-Trump, were like, don't worry, John Kelly, he's just doing this, but, like, he crossed the line, he didn't apologize for it, he, there's no... And the Civil War turns out... Oh, and he, right. Because we couldn't compromise. Right, what were we supposed to compromise? Slavery? slavery? Oh, yeah. It's okay, you're... Yeah. You, you can have t- ten, but no more than that. <laughs> or, yeah, you slaves, you're only our slaves from nine to five right. every day, and then you're not going to be slaves. What do you compromise right. on that? It's just disgusting. He's a moron. For anyone yeah, that... I was just hoping his, you know, face to palm picture during that speech Trump gave. I just felt like that was really him. That was really him, but you know, turns out, you know, yeah, just like the public was misled into thinking that Jared and Ivanka would be the voices of reason, I personally never thought that, but a lot of people did, and turns out that um, they're useless too. So apparently, Ivanka's on her way back to talk about her child credit. 
tax tax rate. Like, does anyone care anymore what she has to say? No, she was talking about um, nobody like no workplace like sexual harassment the other day, and it's right. like shut up, right? Like you, You're, like you. Your father grabbed right. your ass. Yeah. Well, I think maybe you should for, forget forget even that. Seventeen women have you know accused come your accuse your father of sexually assaulting them. Yeah. But no punishment for him. Right. None. Right. Zero. It's all fake news. Which in the entertainment industry, Except the we pussy have, grabbing thing, we kind of all heard that. We did have another thing with Kevin Spacey, right? Which is so sad. It's, Only because I really liked him. Yeah, but actor. but he's disgusting. Yeah. Also, he's also a disgusting pig. And see, that's the difference between liberal elites in Hollywood and a little progressives on the radio is we won't then let him be president afterwards. Right. He is now banished. Yes, he's a great actor, and I always liked his work, but he's a disgusting human being, yeah. and I will say that, and he shouldn't be allowed to let other people get the chance now, because he doesn't fucking deserve it. Let other people who don't molest children yeah. you know, get some work. Right, if, if you miss this, Kevin, because you could have missed it, yeah. because the luckiest person on Monday was Kevin Spacey, because yes. this broke Sunday night, and then the Manafort stuff broke that morning, and it kind of, like, completely, like, yeah. um... Downplay, downplay, but, but it was yeah. it, it wasn't a front news story right. because the Manafort thing, the, the indictments, the Papadopoulos stuff. Papa, I'm saying that wrong. Papadopoulos, how the hell you say it? But like Kevin Spacey, um, this Anthony a, Rapp, right? This actor Anthony Rapp, when he was 14, 14. years old, um, apparently Kevin Spacey at a party or something jumped on him on a bed and was like aggressive. I don't know if anything. I don't think anything more than that happened. Yeah. But right away, Netflix House of Cards said, you're Fire gone, Kevin ass. Spacey. Yep, and the show's been canceled. I don't think I mean, it's, no, it has been canceled. Well, they're going to, I think they're going to finish out, like, season six. Season, or, they, or they halted. Right, um, I mean, who knows? Maybe who knows they'll kill them off do. and they'll keep going with the show. Yeah. Like, I've stopped watching House of Cards the last couple seasons, but... I watch, when you can just watch the... The Insanity. Day. Well... House of Cards gives a lot of credit to those in DC that there's some they're they're really brilliant when we really see a lot of the people in DC are because when you watch House of Cards it's like wow everyone's like so brilliant in the way they're the, all these chess moves and they're thinking ten moves ahead but when we see what's going on now we realize there's no strategy whatsoever and people in DC that are out of DC now they're like House of Cards is nothing like DC it's more like Veep like what you watch on Veep like right. stupidity and morons and cursing and profanity all the time anyways so you, you had to stop watching beat too didn't you yeah i i did just try to start it again um but i just can't get into it i watched stranger things too i haven't started that yet did you watch the first yeah. season yeah. so i just watched i just finished it this last night or this morning Good no night. i watched the whole thing yesterday i binge watched it yeah yeah it was better than the first season maybe after my boards i'll after my test i'll yeah, no, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I found it, like, just more suspenseful. Um, yeah, I liked it more. So. The monster, whatever, if there is one, it wasn't, like, cheesy. I thought it was, like, a little In bit In the cheesy. Upside Down? What? In the Upside Down? Yeah. That's the other, like, universe they call it, the Upside Down. Yeah, you don't remember. I didn't, I forgot that, but, yeah. yeah. Um, well, part of its appeal is its cheesiness. It's yeah, that's true. Because it's, it's like, it's this like 80s, 80s throwback thing. Yeah. thing. I mean, you're more familiar with the 80s Thank than you. me, Alyssa. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was born in the late 80s. Alyssa was born in 1950. So. Thank you. No, not really. 73. 1970. Just to clarify. So how? So you were seven in 1980, and then 17. And 
1989. So yeah. you like experienced the 80s. 80s. Yeah. That was uh, we just like gave up your age on That's our podcast. Fine. We could edit it out. That's okay. I know. You've given up at this point. I don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> I totally give up. So, no, so not that this show is supposed to be about Stranger <laughs> Things, but definitely watch Stranger Things and then watch Stranger Things too if you like Stranger Things because the second season is better. I thought Winona did a great job in the first season, so. Yeah, she was good. I is actually it the same like, cast? I know it's the same kids, right? Yeah, same cast. Same cast, okay. There's a few added characters to it. Um, I'm bad with actor names. But there's a few added characters, some of which you'll know. Mm-hmm. Like one of the guys from Lord of the Rings. Did you ever watch that? No. Um, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. I'm, I not in, I'm not into it either. I tried. I tried. Yeah. My boyfriend at the time forced me to watch the first one, and I fell asleep, so. Yeah. I once was... Not my t- genre. I once went to see the third Lord of the Rings movie, yeah. but hadn't seen the first two, and that was stupid. No, I went, a bunch of friends were like, oh, just, like, come with us. I'm like, this makes no sense to me, and it's really long. It was, like, three and a half. It was really long. Anyways. That's why I never thought I would like Game of Thrones, because it's just not, like, that fantasy is just not my thing, but I was moved. Yeah. Yeah. But you do that, like that it. Theory, but you like that Game of Thrones. didn't work out. Yeah, because yeah, no. Game of Thrones is awesome. Yeah. Thanks to you, I got into that show. Was it me? It was you. That was a lot of people. No, it was you. Okay. You sat with me and... Did I watch the first watched couple? the first two with me. Yeah. Explained things. Helpful. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, really quickly, just to backtrack, back, Kevin Spacey. So then it came out that on people... I don't know if they were named, um, but people on House of Cards said he was really aggressive with male, male. staff yeah. and their staffs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like how Netflix took quick action, though. Yeah. I don't see that happening, really. Yeah. No. And how many women now are, uh, have allegations against Harvey Weinstein? Like, I think it. I think it's two, I think it's 2.3 million. <laughs> Did I exaggerate there? No, that might be towards that Donald Trump. A, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, if you need to be told in a workplace training class that it's inappropriate to masturbate in front of another employee, then maybe you shouldn't have been hired in the first place. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Isn't that in the manual? No. Anyways, let's Anyways, go into taxes. Back, back to uh, <laughs> from masturbation to taxes. Taxes, yeah, I can say that, right? Well, I already did. Say what taxes? Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so yeah, this new tax tax plan that uh. Right, this new tax plan that the Republicans came out with blows a huge hole in the debt, another one and a half trillion oh, yeah. dollars over ten years. But that the CBO still hasn't but scored that's it yet. Not important right now. Well, that's not important, and I don't think it's actually been scored yet by the CBO. No, why would so, they put anything forward with a CBO score? I'm sure it'll be a lot more than that once the Congressional Budget Office does score the plan and says, "Oh no, it's three and a half trillion dollars over ten years." You're going to yeah, put us into that. Yeah, but the great thing is, you can do your taxes on a on a five by seven card because it's simple now. And that's all that matters. I, I just use TurboTax now anyway. Simple, stupid people can do their simple, stupid taxes on a simple, stupid piece of 5x7. Right. Yeah. And that's Paul Ryan's, you know, yeah. gift. But no one even uses people do it on their computer anyway. Right. You can do it on your phone, like, if it's simple enough. Yeah. 
anyways. But could, they're doubling the standard deduction. Okay, so this is really what's happening. They're getting rid of the personal exemptions for everybody um, and increasing the standard deduction. They're doubling it for married and filed jointly, for single people. However, if you have a lot of kids and you're losing, let's say you have three kids, you're losing more personal exemptions than you are gaining in the standard deduction. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on your facts and circumstances. And whether or not you itemize. There's a lot of different things. What we do know about this, if you, have, if you make a fuck ton amount of money, you're benefiting. Sorry. If you're a corporation, you're benefiting. But if you're in the middle class, you might not be benefiting. You might be paying more. You might be getting a little more, but nothing that's going to change your life, right? And, and isn't it, like, going to run out in a couple of years anyway, whatever and, benefit you might be getting? And then the very poor will also be, probably be getting a little benefit. However, the way the rates are structured and, I guess, the way the standard deduction is going to be increased for inflation or, you know, adjusted. Apparently, you're, you're going to end up not getting a benefit a few years down the road. I saw a story in the Washington Post with an analysis. This just came out, so there hasn't been a deep dive. Um, but what's going to happen? It's going to blow a hole in the deficit. And a few years down the road, we're going to hear from all these Republicans, we're spending too much money and... We're, the debt is getting too much, so now we have to cut social welfare programs like Medicaid and Social Security and things that are, you know, safety nets for society because our debt is blowing up. Well, you're blowing it up. So they're blowing it up, and then they're going to blame other things for how they're blowing it up. Right. This is their MO. Right. This is what they've been doing for three decades. Um, George W. Bush and his wars blew up the debt. Yeah, blew up the debt. You know, Bill Clinton... We had a surplus um, under Bill Clinton. The budget was at a surplus for like the first time in who knows how long. So yeah, we have this tax plan. I don't know if it's going to pass. There's already objectionable things by a lot of congressional Republicans in um, certain states that pay state income taxes because under the new law, you won't be getting a benefit for that. Also, your property taxes will be limited at a certain amount, the amount you're able to deduct for them. Home mortgage interest will be limited. So, uh, and other things, uh, student loan interest deduction right, is going to be got, taken away. The medical deduction, which most people can't take anyways, but for those who can, that'll be taken away. The adoption tax credit, it's going to be taken away because why, like, give people a credit for helping society by adopting kids right. that they were forced to have by Republicans? Right who still won't let them have abortion. Right. So let's also take away the adoption tax credit to, to screw over these kids. Right. And let's also repeal the alternative minimum tax. Yeah, so people like Donald Trump don't have to pay money. Yeah. Right. Listen, the, uh, the alternative minimum tax, there are a lot of like quirky things wrong with it where people that don't make Donald Trump money kind of get slapped with it, and it could be fixed, but they're just like repealing it. And the only like first... Uh, the only 1040, like, couple pages we saw of Donald Trump's, Donald Trump's tax return was from, like, 2005, right. where he paid $35 million in taxes. And I think it was something if he didn't, if we didn't have the alternative minimum tax, he would have only paid, like, $5 million. Right. Like so, yeah. It's so gonna it doesn't help him right. at all. Right. It doesn't help him at all. Right. And, oh, also repeal the estate tax. So right. the estate tax helps. The offspring. The estate tax 
helps stop dynastic wealth in this country, just getting passed on from generation to generation. They want to give Ivanka and Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. and Baron Trump and Tiffany Trump more money because they're going to need it, obviously, because right. the, the millions of dollars they're going to get from the state isn't enough. So, yeah. Right. And we've obviously seen these stooges on TV. Do we really want them with more money? No, absolutely not. They're going to blow it. I mean, it has been shown that a lot of the dynastic wealth in this country is goes away pretty quickly because they have stupid heirs and <laughs> blowing it yeah. right away, but there's a point for it. Yeah. So, um, and apparently middle class, according to Paul Ryan, you're considered middle class if you make $450,000 a year. I, I mean, I thought I was sort of middle class, but I don't, that's, I don't, I come up a little short. Most Americans, category. most Americans will never make that kind of money ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're so out of touch and they're so dumb. Paul Ryan's mantra is, and I saw this on video, tax reform, tax reform. <laughs> that's what he, that's his mantra during his uh, Thursday morning yoga I mean, yoga we brought this up earlier, so I'm going to go there again. So he masturbates to uh, this mantra. Only because you brought it up earlier. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I... Do you have anything else? Uh, did you want to say anything about um, this new information, quote-unquote information that came out by Donna Brazile about... Um, the DNC the stuff? DNC. This Before, stuff... Okay. Five days before the uh, so, election next week. Right, so there's an elect elections around the country, specifically the, the, big, the biggest ones, New Jersey... In Virginia, you have governor races. And New Jersey looks like the Democrats, knock on wood, are going to sweep all that. Virginia is more contested. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more like race baiting by the Republican side. The Democrat, like a moron, said he would sign a bill getting rid of sanctuary cities. They don't even, they have, don't even have them. And it really pissed off a lot of Democrats. One Democratic group that has like a million followers on Twitter said we're unendorsing him now. Then uh, yesterday, Donna Brazil, who was the interim chair of the DNC, after Donna, after Debbie Wasserman Schultz was disgracefully like kicked out the door, comes out and said the Democratic primary process was rigged. When you read all her excerpts and you read the contractual agreements between Hillary Clinton and the DNC, it wasn't as bad. At first, I was like, "This is screwed up," and all all the everyone who thought it was the process was rigged, they're right. But then when you read deeper, it wasn't, and it's like, dude. Donna. Great timing, by the way. Why did you have to do this? And she came out on ABC this morning with, like, George Stephanopoulos or whoever the hell. It's like, oh, it would never be good timing. Right. If I would have, like, done it next year, it would have been, oh, it's during the 2018 elections. Well, no, no. It would have been it better timing if you would have waited a week. Right. Yeah. There's words I want to use. That are not that's, that, like, no, I'm just going to say it. Stupidity. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. And, like... Donna Brazil. I'm like, you're pulling the James Comey? She has, has had a... I hope you don't sell any books. Has a well-established career in terms of... She's, she's a someone. She's made it up the ranks of the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. She also... You could blame her. She was... Was she... I think she ran Al Gore's campaign. So you could blame her for that loss. You could blame her for more destruction now. So I don't really know what to say about her, except hopefully on Tuesday, 
it won't affect anything. The Democrats will win. If they do lose the Virginia governorship, I don't. It's it's it'll be a sad statement about society in Virginia and a lot of people that live there. However, I don't think it's this sweeping thing that says, "Oh, this spells doom for 2018." Yeah. A lot of these elections, unless it's a presidential year, politics is local. Yeah. Every politics is very local. Um, they're seeing TV ads in their local markets targeting certain things, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say one way or the other um, it means okay. that much right. for the future. If the Democrats like lost the New Jersey governorship, that would be really bad because Chris Christie ran that that state into the ground, and he has like a seventeen percent approval rating. So for a, if the Democrat doesn't win there, um, he's not running, but they should still win the Democrat. So. Yeah. Anyways. That's my opinions on the DNC. I don't know. If, I hate talking about the 2016 election. Unless it's like it, a, I just feel like, you know, Republicans are so horrible right now. I mean, they have been, but they're just falling all over themselves. So, if, and the Democrats, they just, they just have, they're just fighting amongst themselves now. So it's like, I'm not saying that they should just ride off the coattails of the crappy Republican Party, but like, at least pretend to get along and not stir up all this controversy. I mean, come up with a with better plans than Republicans, obviously, and come up with a a platform that's worth believing in that'll get people out to vote. But could you like stop fighting amongst yourselves at least long enough to win a few seats back? It's just get, it's just it's just stupid. I have a friend who's like very far left, diehard Bernie guy, voted for Jill Stein. It's still like it's like I don't who wants to talk about this right. anymore and he wants to say, see and this and like you don't understand. I'm like, dude, I voted voted for Bernie in the primary. Right. I'm like close to you. Leave right. me alone. Let's move on. But no, no, it's not about that for certain people. But whatever. It is what it is. Yep. Hopefully enough people will. Oh, and New York, there's some there's elections too coming up on Tuesday. So if you're a New York City resident, go and vote on Tuesday. We have the mayor election, which is De Blasio, mm-hmm. which you know he'll probably win. He, he definitely will win. Right. Um, and you, you have some local races that will be close, like the Republican and Democrat, um, Democratic races. You also have an amendment um, for a constitutional convention. Uh, vote no on that. I don't really want to go into the details. But it, it will basically get, in my opinion, you know, this is actually, I'm not 100% sold on whether you say no or yes. But it will allow a process where certain i'm not getting it it's it's way in the weeds i'm voting no on it do your own research um yeah so that's it all right that's all i got all right i kind of i kind of fell i kind of filibustered you at the very end that's okay that's okay if anyone really wants to know what this constitutional convention is about text me if you know me if not look it up yourself all right that's all i got you got it uh come see my show november 18th broadway comedy club yeah Alyssa jackson at yeah and uh I'd like to congratulate myself. I have over a thousand Twitter followers now. It was, uh, Woo! It was a lot of hard Sorry work for screaming and a begging. And thank you to everyone who you know, was willing to give me a chance. And yeah, that's at Alyssa Jackson. I L L. Oops, sorry. I L I S S A Jackson. Follow Neil Jacobs. You can follow me. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Stay still breathing. Still breathing. I have three thousand Twitter followers. I'm just. Breathing, nothing else to do. Might as well just breathe on you.
back, stay cool. I'm just breathing, nothing else to do. Night ass, well, just breathe on you. 